Welcome to Spanish with Joel Zárate, a Spanish for Beginners podcast. I am Joel Zárate, and I am the podcast producer and the leading host of the podcast. This is the grammar lesson of the unit. In this episode, I'll go over the essential grammar points that you need for this unit. On the show notes, you can find the supplemental webpage for this grammar lesson, so I suggest you open this webpage and follow along with my explanation. In this episode, I am going to cover the essential grammar points that you need for unit one, and these grammar explanations can help you to feel more comfortable as you go through the modules of the unit. First, I'm going to go over the three subject pronouns that you'll encounter in this unit. Yo, tú, él. In Spanish, to say I, we use the subject pronoun yo. Yo means I. Tú is the pronoun that we use for you, but you in English can be singular or can be plural for you guys. Tú is only used for singular, for one person. Also, tú is a pronoun that we use with friends, family, and people that you feel close to. People that tell you to treat them as friends, as someone that is close to them. Tú is not used in formal situations. We'll talk about the pronoun usted, which is the pronoun that we use for formal situations, in another unit. Then, the next pronoun that you'll find in this unit is el. And el is the pronoun that we use for he. El means he. In sum, yo means I, tú means you, singular, for one person, and is used for friends, family, and informal situations. And él means he. So those are the pronouns that you'll encounter in this unit. Now, let's talk about verbs. Most of you already know what verbs are. I'm sure that you have a sense for what verbs are. But for some of you, the concept may not be very clear. So what are verbs? Verbs are the part of the speech, the words, that indicate an action, an activity, or a state of being of a subject. Generally, in a sentence, we have a subject and a verb, and also a complement after the verb. So we have subject, verb, and a complement. For example, I speak. I is the subject, speak is the verb, and we can have a complement like Spanish. 
I speak Spanish. John eats vegetables. My wife and I live in California. John is a teacher. So the verbs are an important part of a sentence and in Spanish we have three types of verbs and we categorize these verbs by their ending. One of these categories are verbs that end in AR. We usually call them AR verbs. Then we have another category of verbs that end in ER. So we call these verbs ER verbs. And finally, we have verbs that end in IR. And again, we call those verbs IR verbs. These are the three categories of verbs that we have in Spanish. So let me give you some examples. Some examples of AR verbs are hablar, which means to speak, estudiar, which means to study, and enseñar, which means to teach. Some verbs ending with ER are verbs like comer, which means to eat, aprender, to learn, beber, to drink. And finally, some examples of IR verbs are vivir, to live, abrir, to open, and escribir, to write. Now, how do you use verbs in Spanish? So, in Spanish, when you have a subject and then you have the verb, we have to conjugate the verb with the corresponding ending that belongs to the subject. So, as I mentioned earlier, in this unit, we are going to focus only on three pronouns. Yo, tú, and él. In Spanish, we conjugate verbs by removing the ending that I mentioned earlier. Once we remove this ending, the AR, IR, and ER, then we can add the ending that corresponds to the subject. We have regular verbs and we have irregular verbs. The regular verbs follow the same pattern. They have a similar pattern. But irregular verbs show an additional change. Most of the verbs in Spanish are regular, but a handful of irregular verbs are commonly used verbs in Spanish. You will learn these irregular verbs as needed in future units. So, how do we conjugate for I, for yo, in the present tense? Well, all regular verbs, the three categories that I told you earlier, share the same ending for yo. And that ending is O. To conjugate, we remove the verb ending and then we add the new ending that corresponds to the subject. In this case, O for yo. So let's take a look at a couple of examples. The verb Hablar. 
hablar, to speak. If we remove the ending AR and then we add O, then we have hablo. So it becomes yo hablo. Yo hablo. For an ER verb, we do the same. We remove the ending. And for the verb comer, to eat, comer, if we remove the ending and we add O, then we end up with como. Yo como. Yo como. Then for an IR verb, we do the same. We remove the ending and then we add O. So if we have the verb vivir, to live, vivir, then we remove the ending, we add O, then we have vivo, yo vivo, yo vivo. Now let's move on to conjugating verbs for tú in the present tense. Now for tú, there is a difference. Verbs ending in ER and IR share the same ending. And that ending is ES, ES. We use that to conjugate for two. However, for AR ending verbs, we have the ending AS to conjugate the verbs. So, Let's take a look at the same verbs for tú. Let's take the verb hablar, to speak. We remove the ending. We add AS and then we have hablas. Tú hablas. Now, let's conjugate the verb comer. So, for comer, again, we remove the ending. And then we add the ending for tú, ES. So it becomes comes, tú comes. We do the same thing for vivir, the verb to live, vivir. And then we end up with vives, tú vives. So that's how you conjugate for tú. So let's go to the next and last pronoun for this unit. El, he. Let's conjugate for el in the present tense. So el is the same as tú. ER and IR verbs share the same ending and AR verbs have a different ending. So for ER verbs and IR verbs we simply add E or E in Spanish. And for AR verbs we add the ending A or A in English. <laughs> so let's take a look at examples for conjugating el. Let's take the verb hablar to speak and it becomes habla. El habla. Comer to eat becomes come. El come. And finally, vivir to live becomes vive. El vive. Alright, so now let's conjugate each verb for the three pronouns and see what it looks like. Hablar. Yo hablo. 
Tú hablas, él habla. Comer, yo como, tú comes, él come. Vivir, yo vivo, tú vives, él vive. Alright, so that's how you conjugate verbs for the three pronouns that you will encounter in this unit. And one last thing that I would like to mention is that in Spanish, we can drop the subject pronoun and we can just simply use the conjugated verb. So we can say, hablo español, como verduras, vivo en California. We can just use the conjugated verb, we can drop the subject, whereas in English, we have to have the subject, right? We have to say, I speak Spanish, I eat vegetables. I can't just say, speak Spanish, eat vegetables. That sounds more like a command. And in fact, that's how we make commands in English. But in Spanish, you will often hear conversations where we drop the subject pronoun. We keep the subject pronoun when we want to make contrast with someone. When I say, well, I do this or well, I do that, then we can use the subject pronoun to make that contrast. But we generally drop the subject in conversation. Now, let me just quickly mention estar and ser, which mean to be. As I mentioned before, we have regular verbs and irregular verbs. Most verbs are regular, but there are a handful of commonly used verbs that are irregular. Ser and estar, which mean to be, are considered irregular. In the future, I am going to do a unit specifically for ser and estar because they are very important verbs, but I want to mention them because to say, how are you, singular to one person, how are you, we say, como estas, como estas. And to answer, I'm fine, we say, estoy bien, estoy bien. So you're going to hear that in the modules as I welcome my guest. In very simple terms, ser is used to indicate who you are, what you're like, where you're from. For example, I am a teacher, I am Mexican, I am a good person, etc. So in the last modules, you'll hear ser for I and for he as Milton, our guest, describes who he is, talks about himself, and as we talk about Milton in the third person. In a future unit, you will learn in more detail about ser and estar. All right, so the last thing that I am going to mention in this unit one grammar lesson is that in Spanish, we can use the simple present and present progressive to talk about something that you're doing right now, that you're doing right at the moment when somebody is asking you 
what you're doing. Now you may ask, I don't understand the difference between simple present or present progressive. What is the present progressive or also known as present continuous? Well, the simple present is just the tense where we talk about routines, activities, or actions that we do on a regular basis in our everyday life. For example, I study, I clean, I eat, I do the dishes in the morning, I take a shower in the morning. These are sentences in the simple present. The present progressive or present continuous refers to something that you are doing right now. So in English, I'll say, I am studying, I am cleaning, I am eating, I am doing the dishes. We use the present progressive to talk about something that we're doing right now. Now, in English, we don't use the simple present to talk about something that you're doing right now. So if I say, if I come home and I see you doing something, if I say, what do you do? That will be confusing. What do you mean, what do I do? <laughs> we, don't, we don't use the simple present to talk about something that you're doing right now. I would say in English, what are you doing? Oh, I am cleaning or I am reading or I am watching TV. We use the present progressive. Now in Spanish, we can use either the simple present or the present progressive to talk about something that we are doing right now. For example, in Spanish, I could say, Maria, ¿qué haces? Literally, Maria, what do you do? And Maria would answer in Spanish, preparo la comida. Literally, I prepared the food. Or she could also say, estoy preparando la comida. Literally, I am preparing the food. So in Spanish, we could either use the simple present or the present progressive to talk about something that we're doing right now. So to give you another example, if I say, Alba, ¿qué lees? Literally, what do you read? Alba, what do you read? And then Alba answers, Leo un libro de misterio. Literally, I read a book of mystery. Or she could also say, Estoy leyendo un libro de misterio. Literally, I am reading a book of mystery. Or in English, in a more proper English, I'm reading a mystery book. So in Spanish, it is possible to use these two tenses to talk about something that we are doing right now. But in English, it might sound confusing to you if I see you reading and if I ask you, what do you read? You wonder, what do you mean? What do you read? What am I reading right now? <laughs> we use in English the present progressive. And, and this is actually funny because in English, we can use the present progressive to talk about something that we're doing right at this moment. Or we can also use it to talk about something that we plan to do in the future. So to refer in the future to something that we are planning to do, we can also use the present progressive. For example, I can say, I'm studying Spanish right now. I am studying Spanish right now. And I'm taking 
a Spanish class next year. So that's something that talks about the future. In Spanish, we don't use the present progressive like that to talk about the future. So these are some of the subtleties between the two languages. But that's something that I want you to have in mind because in the unit, you will hear me ask a question like, do you learn German? And then I also say, are you learning German? Because that's the better way to say it in English. But in Spanish, we can use either. And on future units, I am going to also give you a unit that focuses on the present progressive so that you can hear that tense in communication as well. All right, that is all for this unit one grammar lesson. All right, that is all for this episode. If this podcast is too easy for you, too elementary for you, you can explore my other podcasts for high beginners, intermediate and advanced learners on the show notes. I suggest my podcasts Help Me Learn Spanish, Joel, and my podcast Mini Stories to Learn Spanish, both for high beginners and intermediate learners. Give them a try. If you like the podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, on your iPhone, iPad, or on iTunes, and also on Spotify. And if you have a minute, you can write a short review as well. This is one way that you can help the podcast grow so that I can keep creating more episodes to help you learn Spanish and be able to reach more people who want to learn Spanish. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the next episode. Adios.